Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about the ongoing love affair between the NFL and the Bachelor franchise. Love really is a full contact sport, just like, you know, full contact sports. Nothing says romance to me like a concussion. You know, that's because I'm an American. Just like a little CTE as a treat <laughs> on top of your romantic Sunday. Today, joining us for the first time to recap are the wonderful co-hosts of the She's All Batch podcast, Stephanie Parker and Jackie Maroney. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you We're for having so excited. us. We're excited. Thank you. Yeah, this is a, a meaty one for us to dig into. Got our first like big drama of the season. We got some like genuine seeming love connections forming. This is this is what we do this for. I would say this is probably the first time in a long time where throughout the whole episode, I was like glued to my TV and I genuinely didn't know what was going to happen, especially this early on. I feel like that's unusual. Um, it usually doesn't get that exciting until mm. we get to like week eight, but I was pretty into it this episode. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about Zach as a lead is that he is willing to just send someone home at the mm -hmm. most random times. Like, it's a good quality. During a conversation that most times would go like, no, I'm so glad you're here and I'm happy to keep building our connection. He's yeah. just like, you know what? No, I don't like you. Yeah. And I never see it coming, so. And people that you would think were going to stick around, obviously, I'm sure we're going to get to all of this, but there were three different people this episode that I thought for sure going all the way, hometowns, right before hometowns, and they're all gone. And I just feel like I don't know anything anymore. And I like that. <laughs> I like being kept on my toes. Yeah. Look. Zach may be a generally bland man, but he will make some decisions that might catch you unawares, and that that is a wonderful thing. He's not just here to fulfill our expectations. <laughs> so I just wanted to to start by asking everyone if they 
are have the same reaction as I do to the little title card photo that they've been using of Zach cradling one of the women's heads and kissing her. It feels sort of ominous to me. Wait, which He's like yes. leaning her up against a wall and like it's holding the one, her like, head. The Bachelor. Okay. It says the yeah. Bachelor. And it looks like this man is going to maybe commit a murder. <laughs> maybe his fangs are going to come out. It's like tell me lies vibes to me. Yeah. It's like she's yeah. going to get entangled in his web of romance and then it's going to turn dark. Yeah, it's like I a lifetime promo, like a lifetime movie yes. promo instead of The Bachelor. Exactly. Exactly. So that sets They're the really tone. They're really experimenting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, every episode I'm getting more disturbed by this opening image they've chosen. But here's where they really want us to start mentally. In the shower with Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach will not Zach get is... a shower in privacy this no, whole season. No, no. I feel bad for him. I feel like even his showers were kind of staged. Like, I mean, obviously it's really staged, but I felt like he was like, I'm washing my hair and I'm scrubbing my body. It was very calculated. That was not a natural shower. I wish I would have just seen him shower, exfoliate a little, but. Yeah. This is not a man who's like, I'm super comfortable with a camera man, like in my shower with me. Mm. Unlike his good friend, Sean, his 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 best friend, not, sorry, not the best friend that he's searching for, which is his wife. Mm -hmm. Um, But his like current best friend, I assume Sean will be downgraded when he finds a wife. I will say, I don't really mind the shower shots so much because I feel like not all bachelors are lucky enough to, like, get put in the shower shot category. Like, Colton got a lot of shower shots. Um, Zach's getting shower shots. But, like, we never saw a shower shot of Ari. We never saw a shower shot of (laughs) Peter Weber. And so only select bachelors can get the shower shots, and Zach's getting them. So I'm kind of, like, impressed. Didn't see it coming. I mean, this... No, me either. (laughs) This is, like, what they... This is what women face, right? It's, like... Mm -hmm. Am I just happy that I'm considered conventionally hot enough to be objectified? Or do I kind of wish I weren't being forced to be naked on camera so much? Like, that is the Bachelor experience as well. And so I I sympathize with both sides of that Mm -hmm. experience. Um, So he gets right out of his shower and then he goes to FaceTime with his... He says it's his good friend, Sean. I like to think of Sean as his shower mentor. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. Also, the only man who got a wife and kids the right way from The Bachelor. And so he's the only man who can really offer Zach advice. Advice like, your perfect match is probably the one you feel like, this is my best friend. And then there's also a romantic element. This is really going to shake Zach up. He's like, before... I was looking for my best friend. Now I'm looking for my best friend with a romantic element. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I thought it was funny that ABC like clearly doesn't have the budget to keep Sean at the mansion, fly him back out, but we have to now resort to FaceTime. So I feel like for the yeah. duration of the Sean season— Sean is not trying to make that many trips. Yeah. To- <laughs> no, he's But ABC it. can like open the wallet a little bit and like, hey, Sean, come back. We're going to have to give <laughs> advice. I thought it was going to be in episode one. Then we see FaceTimes. Now it's like, okay, this is going to be probably— Every an every episode. week occurrence. Yeah. Ugh. He's going to need some advice before he goes into fantasy suites and Sean's going to have to be on FaceTime giving it to him. I mm-hmm. think they should have turned Sean into like, you know, Brad Wilmack season two when he just had a batch, when he just had like a bachelor therapist. His therapist session. I would fast forward the therapist though. I was like, well, but if I'm Sean was the this. therapist, oh, would okay. you fast forward? No, I wouldn't. Right? Especially if they were both in the shower though too. And it's just sort of like, does Sean live in the guest suite in Zach's house? Like, Sean's just always there, like, ready for a session. I think that would I like the idea that they have to just shower together. That's the direction I want to see this show going. (laughs) That's when you're most vulnerable anyway, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You really open up in the shower. 
So meanwhile, Jesse checks in with the women at the mansion and tells them that Zach definitely feels something with each and every one of all 17 of them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have gotten a rose. And he also tells them that this week there will be two one-on-ones and one giant group date of 15 women. They're going to two one-on-ones quick. I support it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will say normally do two one on ones. Oh, because they would do one one on one and then two group two dates. Group, two group dates. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say though, I've actually enjoyed both one on ones a lot, and I kind of like that they're leaning into this as opposed to the group dates. Same. I get really frustrated with the group dates because I'm like, none of them are original. You don't really get to see much connection or anything. It's just kind of like these fancy things that they're throwing out there for the promos. I feel like, but they're not actually interesting to watch in the show. One-on-ones yeah. are conversation and group dates, embarrassment, yeah. and torture. That's how I and feel. simmering tension <laughs> between yes. the women. Yeah. Good summary. So the first date, he tells them, won't be today. And that's because it's tonight. Yeah. Jesse is really keeping us on our toes this episode. That gave me life-changing cruise vibes, the way he said it. Because it was, like, so <laughs> ominous. And I'm like, well, what's it going to be if it's not today? And it's like, it's just a few hours later. You just got to wait. <laughs> So it's dark outside. He's learning from the Mike Fly school of promo, which mm, is like yeah. never before, like most dramatic Bachelor franchise news of all time coming Monday and then just nothing, nothing. comes. That is what Jesse's trying well, to do. Well, didn't we find give. out what the news was, Jackie? Wasn't the well, news so that he his was debating was, doing a podcast? He was thinking about maybe doing a podcast. And then 24 hours later, he said, after careful consideration, he is not doing a podcast. <laughs> So, big, big news. There's your news right there. That that is actually world-shaking. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Mike (laughs) Fleiss. So, he leaves the date card for the women. Everyone is sweating for that date, but it goes to Katie. I want to love for the ages. Everyone is, like, so happy for her. They're bestie. Everyone's besties this season. They're, like, abnormally happy for her. Like, I feel like the support is, like, almost like, you guys do realize you're you both want, you all want him, right? <laughs> well, they're very much like, I mean, pushing. maybe. They're like, you'll make out with him, Katie. It'll be great. I'm getting like strong, none of them wants to be the drama vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're all just they're trying like, to hang on to that good, yeah. good as long feeling. as they can. They're like, we just got to be supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, the woman who is a bitch about this never wins. So True. why would I want to act like a bitch about this? I'm just going <clears> to be Robertson. so nice. I was about to say something like, <laughs> come on. Time. The last time yeah, I think that will ever she's happen. Iconic. I think because of Courtney, that will never happen again. Because mm-hmm. of what happened after the season when Ben was like, oh, no, I picked the villain and now I look bad. No lead is ever going to let that happen again. Well, fun fact, this episode comes out Tuesday, um, Ben Flanick's on our uh, on She's All Batch on Thursday, and we ask him all about leaving <gasps> Ooh, the show with the villain yes. and all that drums. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, I can't wait to listen. It's funny timing. I'm like, how did we get Ben Flanick <laughs> on like a week after mm-hmm. Courtney does a, her little cameo on the show? It was very good timing. They're, Kismet, they're, really. they're untraumatized and ready to come back to the franchise, finally. <laughs> yeah, Years it's been later. a minute, so he can come back. <laughs> yeah, they've moved on. So that night, Katie gets dressed up in a green silk gown and waits for Zach with the other ladies. Zach joins them in a suit and open button down. And Katie is immediately like, 
oh my God, I didn't know it was going to be this fancy. I'm not ready for it to be this fancy. And I'm like, Katie, you are literally in formal wear. Like, you're in a gown. Did you think Zach would be wearing <laughs> right, like chinos? They literally told you exactly what to put on <laughs> for this date. She's acting like she's underdressed. And I'm like, you are still dressed fancier than him. He's not wearing a tie. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> I also just realized that I spelled Katie's name fully three different ways in one paragraph <laughs> of my notes. I'm sorry to Katie for that. So she doesn't see your notes. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you just I feel compelled yourself, to Claire. confess. Yeah. Um, so Zach comes in. All the women take a good whiff of him as he passes. Oh yeah, that would have been me if I was on this show. I for sure would be whiffing him as he walks by because I'm all about <laughs> a good smell. You You're gotta like, do know. our pheromones really yes. mix, or do yes. I have the ick? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that he calls them out though immediately. He's like, I heard some whiffs. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward i feel like this is the worst time to smell a guy though because he he looks like he's wearing cologne like you're wearing a yes, suit yeah. you're wearing cologne how are you going to learn what his natural, his natural muscle smells scent. like to you mm-hmm. you need to wait for him to do something athletic and then you really get in there <laughs> get in the arm smelling the sweat really getting in there yeah <laughs> so after they all and also zach take a good whiff of zach he whisks katie away in a limo for a very exclusive private date and they stop in front of an imposing romanesque building which turns out to be the natural history museum of la county and he tells her it's hard to get in but i have a key <laughs> like okay i have a key that goes to like a 1995 diary <laughs> that like opened up my toy box yeah. like i literally <laughs> screenshotted it and I'm like, wait a second. I mean, that's like the fantasy suite key that they have every single time. But I'm pretty sure to open up this museum, there's like a keypad, not this like Fisher-Price yeah. key. Can you imagine locking up all of those invaluable artifacts with a key that you yeah. could probably, like, you could open that lock with a bobby pin? Like, it's yeah. it's the most basic kind of key. So he takes out this very poetic-looking key and unlocks the Natural History Museum of L.A. County. I love this date so much. I I was going to say, low-key, this is kind of my dream. Besides the overnight part, I love the Natural History Museum. Oh, no, the overnight part is is also part of my dream. Part of your dream, Yes. Did you grow up reading uh, from the mixed-up files of Mrs. Basley Frankweiler? No, I'm not (gasps) familiar with that text. Oh, my God. It's a very famous like young adult children's book about siblings that run away and mm-hmm. live in a museum. Yeah, uh, I read in a New book York. about kids who lived in, in New a York. zoo. No, uh, but I did see Night at the Museum, which really sparked my interest in the National yes. History Museum yeah. here in New York. Similar, vibes. but the LA one looks exactly the, the same. The LA honestly. one looks fine. I mean, look, we're not. <laughs> There, it's no New York, but we'll we'll take it. The mixed up files of Mrs. Basley Frankweiler by E. L. Konigsberg. They actually they run away and they stay in the Met in, in the, the Met. Metropolitan yeah, the Museum Met. of Art. Uh, but just the romance, but it has the vibe, uh, the romance of like finding places to sleep in a museum. Like, are you going to sleep in the sarcophagus? Like, what are you going to do all day? Like, what are you going to do all night when no one's there? It really, if you read it, it sticks with you for a lifetime. Yeah. And <laughs> or okay, it's I'll just us. Check that one out. Who knows? <laughs> I didn't read that, but I did see when Ross took Rachel to the museum and they slept over overnight mm, and it's had literally the exact same one-on-one thing. date there. So I was able to kind of enjoy the date through that lens. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Ross Geller would have loved this date, actually. 
I mean, that's oh, that would be the main perk of dating a paleontologist, right? Is like mm-hmm. getting to sleep around giant dinosaur bones every yeah. now and then. I will say, huge missed opportunity because we didn't see any planetarium. And in the Ross and Rachel date, don't they mm-hmm. sleep in the planetarium? And the Natural History Museum in New York has a planetarium. Like, where was the planetarium element to like go to sleep under the stars? I would have preferred that. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, and like he rolls over on her and the juice box explodes and then she yeah. thinks that he did something else. Oh, good time. <laughs> they should have just done exactly the same thing, beat by beat. Yes, that definitely happened in the tent with Katie and Zach. I was like, okay, when we first see the lineup of the little uh, tents with the two beds, I'm like, okay, it's it's not fantasy suite, so there can't be one bed. There has to be two single beds. Then they go in and he's like, do you want to push them together? I'm like, oh, no, it's like the first time I brought my husband home when we've been dating for like nine months and my dad and my stepmom were like, here's your guest room. There are two twin beds with a nightstand between them. And we're like, yeah, we're going to be moving those. Did they give those. you a key? <laughs> <laughs> those were not separated for the duration of the night. Um, so they are in the Natural History Museum after hours carrying lanterns around the dark galleries. And... She's like, this is the first romantic thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I got to say, what a way to start. It's all going to be downhill from here. I was going to say, you're never going to beat this. I know. You got to start really, really low. Like someone takes you to a moderately nice dinner. Yeah. mm -hmm. What are the kids doing these days? They're not even doing romantic dinners anymore. It's it's distressing. No, no, it's like one drink, get out. You can't commit to a whole dinner on like a first date. What if I don't like them? But what about then, by like the oh, third no, no. date? You can never, first date, absolutely not. Third but. date, like you said, moderately priced, medium <laughs> level fanciness dinner, I guess. That's what you got to do. All of Romance is kind of dead, I will say. <laughs> not on The Bachelor. This is, no, no, this no. is truly not the on first, the, the only romantic setup that Katie's ever seen. And it is, it's a lot. They're oh. eating dinner in the dim gallery underneath like a massive dinosaur skeleton. And they're expressing the strong pull that they feel toward each other. And Zach says, I know what I'm really looking for in a person. It's my best friend. We know Zach. Sean told me that earlier today. <laughs> it's like probably the only quality I've heard Zach firmly express an interest in is just the quality of being his best friend. So I think we're pretty clear on that. He asks her what she's looking for, and she's like, not like my ex, because that guy sucked. They were in a toxic seven-year on-and-off relationship. And she's only 27, so... You can definitely be younger than that and be in a toxic seven-year. No, I I know. My point is, that's like a huge amount of her adulthood that she obviously was enmeshed in this relationship. So that's very intense. I know. I felt bad for her. The fact that she's like, I'm just looking for literally the bare minimum. (laughs) And and he was like, no, you deserve more than the bare minimum. I'm like, Katie, you do. Know your worth. She's like, I just want to feel safe. I want the basics. Mm -hmm. I want just like a good man who will not treat me like absolute garbage. I think we have a clip of Zach's response because it was one of his high moments in this episode. I want you to know, like, you deserve like way more than just the basics yeah you deserve so much more like i i kind of find it like baffling that like no one has treated you better than 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 that and i think like any guy they're the biggest idiots in the world for not treating you like you deserve like five star dates well done zach well done (laughs) there was it's sad that there was a part of me that was like (laughs) that was expecting almost to be like well that's me i'm a good guy there you go. And instead he was like, no, 
you actually deserve more than that. And I was almost impressed. Oh, I <laughs> the always bar for men like really when is low. It, the bar for men is low. And I feel like also on The Bachelor, it's so easy for them to get stuck in these kind of rote scripts. Like, I'm so sorry you went through that. You mm. deserve better. And instead, it felt like a genuine reaction, which is also how I felt about Zach when he was talking to Christina last week. And so I am enjoying... I'm, I feel like I'm getting to know a little a little more about Zach. I will say the more I get to know him, I kind of get it. I was really anti when they first announced him. And slowly but surely, I have been coming on board. Maybe by the end, I'll be obsessed. You're like, by the know. finale, I'll be into Zach. <laughs> I will finally understand yeah. why people like this man. I like Zach just yeah. fine as a person. I'm still, like, not fully seeing him as strong enough to carry the show. But these moments when he does have these genuine reactions instead of the scripts, I think those are the moments when he shines the most. And it is, like they said, it's like, at least he's got the sincerity. And we don't Mm. always get that. They're also setting him up with a lot of drama, too. Oh, yeah. Like, well, they the, always well, we do. can get into, like, kind of the aftermath of this. Yeah, but I feel like particularly early on, they're kind of giving him a lot of good setups to, like, keep things moving along. Yeah, I feel like for so many seasons of The Bachelor, all of that kind of just falls onto the women. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we so often end up with, like, a fairly bland white man who, like, doesn't really have yeah. the presence to carry the so show. So they need the women to act. So they need the women to act a fool yeah. um, and have conflict with each other. Zach and Katie are really hitting it off. I And I thought that was a great answer to her to her insecurity. I also thought it was funny that he sort of continued, like, I can't believe that other men don't think you deserve five-star dates. Like, for this date, I was like, of course, Katie, she deserves that. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, if you met on Hinge... Would you be taking her to a natural history museum after hours? No, you'd be doing he the does, same bullshit the, the rest key. of the guys do. He has no, a he key. He wouldn't have gotten so, the Fisher Price key mm. without being the bachelor. Yeah. So no, they would be at like a Denny's when, or something. When you become yeah. the bachelor, they just give you a big ring, like a janitor style ring. For of, every of building. Keys. <laughs> yeah. All the keys. You can access every exclusive romantic destination in the world because you're the mm. bachelor. And open any toy box at the same time. It's double whammy. <laughs> if you visit their hometown, you can read their diary. Like, it's all part of yes, the package. Exactly. So they make out. He offers her the rose. <laughs> he tells her he doesn't want the night to end yet because they are going to spend the night at the museum. This is actually when I got really excited. I go to Me all too. caps in my too. notes. I, I like, yes. love this twist. <laughs> I think it's great. Let's mix up, mix up the formula. Like... Throw in an overnight early on. I love it. It's so smart. I wish it had more of an impact, though, on the girls. Because the girls were definitely, like, kind of stewing in it and getting worried throughout the night. But then I feel like she showed back up in the morning. And they were like, oh, okay, glad you had a good time. Like, I would have loved for Katie to be like, yeah, we slept together. And, like, drop a bomb on the whole house. Mm. It's not Katie's vibe. (laughs) I know. But I wanted it to be. For my own personal (laughs) selfish entertainment. What I like, though, now is, like, at this point in Clayton's season, we were engulfed in, like, Shrimpgate. And I love that the drama they're giving us this season is real. Like, a girl just had a one-on-one date. She spent the night. We don't know if they slept together yet. Maybe that'll come out later. But regardless, it's real drama, real reactions to this girl coming home awkwardly with, like, last night's outfit. You know, like, her hair still undone, (laughs) lipstick smeared on her face. Like, that's the drama I want to hear, not like Shanae stealing shrimp from people or whatever the hell that was. Like I can not just appreciate like women being 
absolutely needlessly cruel to each other. Like I've had enough yeah. of that and I don't need that. The interesting thing yeah. is that yeah. this feels more producer manipulated to me, but it's more relevant, right? Like the right. Shanae yeah. stuff I just seems like, it. yeah, that, that didn't seem set up by the producers per se. It just seemed like just stupid. wild, weird drama that was stupid and irrelevant to what this is all about. But it's so easy for producers to be like, what if we did like a surprise overnight date and all the women will mm-hmm. be like, when's she coming back? Like, what are they doing? That's mm-hmm. going to really wig them out. And it was smart to do. I, I, I do wonder if there was someone other than Christina that they could have given the date to that would have caused more mess because yes. they give Christina home, that like, family mm-hmm. date and that caused a mess. Someone yeah. other than than Katie. Yeah, definitely. Some, yeah. Someone else. They're all just like, the worst thing is that Katie is so wonderful and they're going <laughs> to fall in love because she deserves it. Because she's perfect. <laughs> so they stay in this beautiful, rustic glamping setup. There's a fake fire, silk pajamas. They chase each other around the museum in their silk pajamas. <laughs> and Zach, like, bleats like a mountain goat for Katie. <laughs> He's calling her name so it echoes through the galleries. And then she she calls out, Zachary. And he's like, Zachary? Okay, I'm into Gabby's it. Gabby's going to be so jealous when she I sees that. I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, like, Gabby I tried to, to make Zachary. Zachary happen and it failed. I'm sure that'll come up more throughout the season. <laughs> Girls trying to do that. That is an, a, a really, I think, authentic way to war over which one of you is the most genuinely in a relationship is to be like, which one of us is using his given name? Because <laughs> that is such a girlfriend thing to do. Oh, yeah. That's Bonus so points true. for middle name, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We got to find out his middle name. <laughs> oh, I feel Let's like uh, halfway through the season, they they start doing that. They'll just be like, Zachary Leroy Shellcross. <laughs> moment I saw you. Is it really? It's not. No, I don't know. I just said that. That would, be, that would be a great name, though. Um, he definitely said his, his full name in the last he episode. Did. I don't remember what it was. Oh. And I don't remember it. Oh, Lloyd. Okay, Lloyd. Lloyd. So I was kind of close. close. I was close. Yeah. It's clearly that made an impression. I like Leroy better, yeah. though. We'll go with Leroy. <laughs> yeah, I've renamed him. <laughs> um, but this is how you have to introduce a boyfriend name. It has to be natural in the moment. You can't just sit a guy down on your first date and be like, I'm going to call you Zachary now because that is makes us special. And I think Gabby <laughs> needs to take some notes. They push their beds together. Meanwhile, the women are in agony. The next morning, they wake up. Katie's suitcase is still by the stairs, but she's not there. It's 7 a.m. And finally, Katie re-enters. You know that production was like, you have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning and just sit there, just so everyone is awake and on the couch when Katie <laughs> when she arrives. Gets there. Yeah. <laughs> she comes back in in her pajamas, half asleep. Brooklyn is like, it definitely looks like a walk of shame. Yeah, like you couldn't have gotten dressed. We couldn't no, put this girl on like clothes. <laughs> she has to still wear the pajamas. She needs that to she... sell it. Yes. I, I imagine I mean, Katie that's... being like, can I have a change of clothes? And they're like, no, you'll be yeah. wearing your oh, pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Miss, can I brush my more. hair? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, no. Yeah. Well, if you were going to choose between coming back in in the dress that they all saw you in the night before or in your pajamas, I would definitely pajamas. choose pajamas. Like, which feels more True. walk of shamey? I almost feel like the mm. dress feels more walk of shamey. I agree. Because you traditionally put so it back too. on. 
she's doing her best to be chill about it. She's like, oh, it was so, it was so nice. We had such a good time. Didn't get much sleep. And all the women are now also trying to be so sweet and being like, oh, you had a little fantasy suite at the museum. That's so great. Like, that must have been so fun. That's kind of what I was going, what I was saying earlier, though. It's like, you guys, she just had an overnight date and everyone's like, so tell me more. What else happened? How big is it? Like, come on. (laughs) <laughs> and they're all like, I don't want to know anything. It's too intimate. I don't want to hear. So tell me everything. How was it? How right. intimate was it? Right. I'd be like earmuffs. I would not be able to sit there and listen to a girl talk about her overnight date. But then you would be... my Zachary. <laughs> Zach- <laughs> then you would my be... My best friend, Zachary. You would be the house bitch. <laughs> like everyone else is sitting around doing their mandatory girl chat and being like, so how was the date? Oh, I'm so happy for you. And then you just like silently get up and stalk off. And everyone's like, oh my God. She's never making a scene. (laughs) Yeah. I would definitely play the friend vibe. And in my brain, like privately, I'd be very anxious. But outwardly, I'd be like, that's so great for you. That's amazing. So amazing. Congratulations. You're like too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think Gabby really stood out to me here. I think Gabby is quickly pivoted. She's playing the game really well now. Like with Zach, she's like sweet and affirming and vulnerable and with the women she's like friendly and supportive and that is the strategy to get through this as fluidly yeah, as possible. Yeah, she is playing the game very mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. And I'm I'm really enjoying her. And as you a don't result. often see someone turn the ship around from the kind of spiral that she was having last week. No. I feel like we're seeing a lot of people like turn quickly in one episode <laughs> yes. to the next. That seems yeah, to be a theme in this season. A lot of like hard right turns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's almost like something's going on in the background. Anyway, so <laughs> meanwhile, date card two has arrived and it goes to Ariel, Mercedes, Kylie, Anastasia, Christina, Bailey, Genevieve, Brooklyn, Brianna, Jess, Catherine, Davia, Gabby, Charity, and Greer. This means Allie gets the one-on-one, the second one-on-one. And the card says, there are no rules in the game of love. And, you know, I just... <sighs> I was like, obviously, we're going to be playing sports here. And and most likely, it's going to be football because they're obsessed with the NFL and because Zach played football. For nine years. Did he actually? Just, yeah. I didn't even know that about him. Fun fact. Yeah. He, they need to push kn- that more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, had, I didn't know that either. He comes off as, very, as more like football fan than football player in the way that they yeah, played totally. him on the show. Uh, he didn't play... You know, we've had so many bachelors who like made it to the NFL that mm-hmm. I feel like someone who just like played in college or high school doesn't like even count for registers. them. They're just like he played football like as a hobby. <laughs> but he needs something because like we don't know what it really his hobbies are. I could, we could not tell you his job. We have tried to research it and figure out what it is. <laughs> we don't know. It's like the account manager. Yeah, a transponder. Yeah. His job is the is being yeah. a bachelor. The most bachelor. Isn't his job convincing his dad to put all his savings into crypto? Isn't that what he does professionally? Yeah, I'm really sad for his dad. That <laughs> definitely did not work out well. But Zach's first love really is football. And I believe we have a clip of him describing why he loves it so much. Football is like love. It takes heart. It takes guts. It takes passion. And I love it to death. Looking good. <laughs> he loves football to death. I just love and it it's so exactly much. like love. Wow. <laughs> it's I guess in a way. <laughs> 
Sure. It takes He's heart. Like, it's it takes just guts. like love. You It'll may knock have you down to the ground. Permanent brain damage as a result. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, Zach was apparently up all night with Katie as well, but just the prospect of football has him riding an adrenaline high. He's like, I'm so full of energy. I'm so ready for football today. Get me on that gridiron. It's the thing I love most <laughs> in the world. I love it to death. Um, and so all the women sprint out in their leggings and sports bras, and they're joined by two former L.A. Chargers, Sean Merriman and Antonio Gates. It's Bachelor Bowl Five. They're going to be playing full tackle football for the prize, of course, of the after party. I I'm kind never... of surprised people don't get more hurt. Like, they they really tackle each other pretty hard. I mean, Genevieve was in a sling later. We just, like, didn't see the injury happening. So, like, at least every season, someone does get yeah. legitimately injured. And yet they persevere because there is no love affair greater than the Bachelor franchise and the NFL. I was going to say, well, there was that one injury and Charity's like, I'm worried that the game won't continue and, and no one will end up with time with Zach. And I'm like, she's laying on the ground. We don't know if she's okay yet. Like, <laughs> Don't worry time, about Charity. that. We're here to find our best friend, okay? Right, People right. might die. Focus. It's yeah. what happens. It's like, yeah. But I think that's the way to do it. Like, fall over kind of and be like, ow! And then just spend all your time with Zach. And be like, I can't, mm. I simply cannot play football anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it's safe for anyone to play football. So I'd feel perfectly comfortable being like, I don't think it's safe for me to continue playing. <laughs> Can't we just do flag? Like, why do they have to full-blown tackle each right. other? Right. I don't know. Because violence. Violence is hot. Mm. That's why. Right. Yeah. They love the prospect of people injuring each other. If they don't have football, which apparently they're now committed to doing, like, every season because they've turned it into this story. Like, they play, like the vintage effect B-roll, like yeah. the Bachelor Bowl since time immemorial. They're just really invested in that being an annual thing. It is also conveniently for them going to air, uh, or, or the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl is airing a week from this episode. So mm. uh, sports, right. It's sports. It's exactly. bowl week. It's bowl week. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to have to have the Super Bowl on. I don't want to also have need, the Bachelor Bowl. I don't bowl. want football in my bachelor. Can we please give props though for the team names? Oh the ball Zach. Yes. Yes. So good. <laughs> what was the other so one? So good. The shell crushers. The shell shell crushers. The shell crushers. I don't know why I could mm, not say that. That one's not as good. Ball Zach's is obviously no, the, pronounced the superior. Shawl crushers. It's like ball crushers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Then it's better now. That right? was over shawl my crushers. head. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit better. <laughs> I think ball Zach's is easier yeah. to get the uh to get the joke in the pronunciation so th- i think that one right. has to win good names i wonder how they came up with those some of the women are pretty excited christina of course has been doing crossfit since she was 11 <laughs> i wrote that down too i don't think they let 11 year olds do crossfit that seems but sure. dangerous i'm worried for her <gasps> for her younger self. <laughs> I personally related to Brianna, who is like, I just have no athletic skills that I'm aware of. <laughs> it's like, yes, that's how I would be on this date. Just like full of pure terror. But that is why totally. Christina truly seems like made in a lab for this show. Like that's, <laughs> yes. you need to be like mm-hmm. so conventionally hot and feminine, like the, mm-hmm. the cascading curls, the perfectly made up face, but also you are so ripped because you've been doing CrossFit daily for <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> the ideal woman. She gave, she was giving really good sound bites this episode. Like I 
we obviously, I won't spoil it, but something happens later on in the episode. But at the football date, she's like, hoo, hoo, hoo. like very much like into the spirit of the game. And I'm like, wow, you're like a producer's dream. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure yeah. they pulled aside a lot of girls like, tell me how excited you are about the game. And like, Christina is just ready to give. Oh, she's she, into it. She's ha- and, and I will say, a bunch of them looked like they were having fun. So mm-hmm. that's always a good thing. But it's time for <laughs> Hannah Storm. Happy they're having fun. <laughs> and I honestly am because so much of being on The Bachelor really seems terrible. And like maybe a human rights violation. This game seems terrible to me. <laughs> and I think that this is, I mean, football is inherently very dangerous. But I think also when you take a bunch of people who are at different levels of fitness and you have them right. play full tackle football with each other, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be a lot more fun for Christina, who apparently mm, is yeah. made of solid muscle, than it is going to be for someone who doesn't really exercise very much. Like, if I'm getting full tackled by Christina, it, I'm going to feel that tomorrow. And she's going to be like, <laughs> hell yeah, that felt so good. <laughs> yeah. It just seems to add to the general dangerousness of the whole thing. It's terrifying. If Christina tackles me, I would die. I Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would be out. Just, like, out out of the game, out of life. I would be the first one to, like, fake trip and just be out of the game. I used to do that when I played injured. soccer as a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're just I'm like, oh, out. my ankle. My yeah. ankle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I yeah. 100% same. If I got hit or knocked over in any way, yeah, I done. would be in tears. I'd be like, it's time for me to be on the sideline where I belong. <laughs> So the Shell Crushers and the Balzacs kick off. And yes, it is on the initial kickoff play that Anastasia goes down hard, seems dazed on the ground. Medics are called in. And then she's like, I'm good, but not so good that I don't need to go stand on the <laughs> sidelines with Zach. Right. Perfect. So I think it's interesting that they show one injury happening and the whole thing is just like, she's milking it. She's actually fine. She's faking it. And then later we do see Genevieve in an arm sling and they're just like, ah, don't, don't ask how that happened. We're going to ignore it. <laughs> it's, it's perfectly fine. safe what we're doing unless they're faking it. Are they fakers? Gabby gets tackled so hard <sighs> that she pees her pants and then tells oh, yeah. everyone about it, which I loved. She definitely doesn't realize that, like, it's not, like, computing that she has a sound, uh, a mic she's on. She's a mic she on, She keeps saying right. it over and over. I'm like, Gabby, girl, shut yeah. up. Like, she's like, I peed my pants. I peed my pants. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone heard you immediately. You couldn't really see it either. So if she didn't say anything, like, right. she would be in the clear. Yeah. No, she's, like, she's, like, trying to look at her butt. Like, classic <laughs> girl who gets her first yeah. period. And it's like, oh, my God, did I bleed? through I've, i felt mm. for her as a person of childbirth experience i appreciate women hot women making it more socially acceptable to pee yourself in public I'm like it, thank look, you gabby for normalizing this <laughs> um so they continue playing this extremely violent looking game of football i am shocked that there are not more people in slings by the end of this episode it looked absolutely harrowing but we did get to see jesse palmer really in his element he's like who needs to go back to espn when i have the bachelor bowl true he's like i was made for this moment he's putting all of his skills uh to use so in the last 20 seconds the balzacs are up a touchdown and the shell crushers fall short of a touchdown they fall just short and lose the game in the final seconds this means that the Balzacs, uh, composed of Ariel, Bailey, Brooklyn, Christina, Charity Cat, and Kylie, will be getting the night date. 
And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to discuss the aftershocks of this football Can you keep up? I like love it. Claire, you know when you go to buy something and you're so excited and you're like, I feel great about this price. And then you go and you see that shipping is like an extra $25 and you just abandon your cart. Yeah, there's nothing like thinking you've worked out the budgeting for your little shopping spree perfectly in your mind. And then once you tack on $15, it just doesn't feel like such a good bargain anymore. (laughs) Exactly. In a world where free and fast shipping is the norm, it can be hard for smaller businesses to really compete. When you use ShipStation, you can lower shipping costs, make returns easy, and keep your customers happy. ShipStation makes it easy to grow your business by handling your orders from every marketplace in one dashboard. ShipStation effortlessly integrates everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. You can automate routine shipping tasks, print shipping labels, easily compare rates and delivery times to optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications. Activating a free trial with ShipStation is super easy, and the setup is really easy, too. So if you're, like, on the fence, it's easy to kind of try it out. We like to sell clothes online. Because we have a problem. Because we have a problem with having too many clothes. And ShipStation can really help with small shipping needs like that. Or if you have bigger needs, if you run an Etsy shop, if you own a whole small business, ShipStation can really fill that gap of making shipping easy, low-cost, and stress-free. Keep growing your business all year long with ShipStation. Use promo code LTSI today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code LTSI. All right, finish this sentence in your mind. I deserve a sex life that is what? What comes to mind for you? Well, whatever you're into, Dipsy can help you get there in new and sexy ways. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Dipsy has a diverse and inclusive array of stories for straight and queer listeners. Listen to stories voiced by ER Fightmaster and Luke Cook. New content is released every week, and they also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. I personally really enjoy Dipsy. It is like a great way to get in the mood with yourself and... I just enjoy an audio forward medium for my erotica. Personally, I like the audio stories. I also like the option to read them. If that's what I'm in the mood for, I do read a lot of erotica. So that feels fitting to me as well. And I love that regardless of the audio or written format, you can see from the little flames next to the chapter headings, whether it's going to get really spicy in that chapter so that you can skip ahead if you need to. They've really thought out the whole experience. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash LTSI. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash LTSI. Dipsystories.com slash LTSI. And we are back and the women have had time to, you know, wash the blood off of their bodies, get glam, get in that sexy cocktail dress and go meet Zach. Unless they're on the other team, in which case they have definitely been sent home to lick their wounds. So they toast to the Balzacs 
And Zach is like, I just feel so special because you injured yourself for me. And I'm ready to get to know you more. That is the point of these horrible physical dates is always just to give the lead a boost. They're like, it's hard being the lead. I want to know that these people would take on serious traumatic brain injury for me. We have said this before, but the entire ethos of the Bachelor franchise has just become like you have to suffer for love. It's the whole message. You know, marriage and kids isn't easy. So if you want that Sean Lowe experience. You have to you have to physically <laughs> maimed. Uh, so Christina gets some time with Zach first. She curls up on him very cozy. And she's like, you know, I've never played football, but it felt good to have that team experience and to feel included. But she was a CrossFitter since she was 11. She's been a part of a community. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she wasn't accepted because she was 11 years old and they're like, you're yeah, not allowed like, to be here. Middle school. child, you could not be here. Yeah. <laughs> when I do CrossFit, they're always like, you're not allowed in here. Look at the sign on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like there was some weird undercurrent here of her expressing to him and either it was cut out or it never gets made explicit that she has often felt left out and not included mm. either in the house or generally And I was like, I actually want to know more about that because she seems like the epitome of the person who has always been extremely included. Like, very popular girl energy. Well, I wonder if they don't want to undercut that feeling. Perhaps. Because it lines up. Like, if you feel that way, then it lines up with what we see later. Perhaps. But I'm still curious because I think sometimes people who are very popular often still have narratives of how they're never accepted. And I would be curious to hear more about like how she sees herself. I agree. But but we do not get that. No. Instead, they make out. He's like, trust in what we have. Like, this is so good. And then he gets some time with Charity. Charity is struggling a little bit. She's like, it can be hard to be in the house with all your other girlfriends. But you know what? I woke up today with a sense of peace about the group date. And just, like, ready to be positive. And he's like, you know what? I love sitting here next to you. I'm a big fan of you. And they make out. They seem to have, like, a very comfy. He's always like, we're so comfortable. It's so easy with charity. That is kind of the dominant. She's going to be around for a while. Yeah, top four energy right there. Yep. I'm feeling it. Absolutely. I could also see future Bachelorette energy with Mm -hmm. charity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Back with the group, the women are discussing the football game. Brooklyn is clearly feeling a little conflicted about all her friends having to go back to the house. She's like, we gave it their all, we gave it our all, but so did the other team. And Ariel's like, yeah, it's hard to compete with these women that we've built these connections with. Christina <laughs> does not this feel the same Christi- way. This is where it starts to become so abundantly clear that Christina has a wild inability to read the room and <laughs> respond in a way that will, like, benefit her socially. I was wondering, do you think she was just really drunk? Because she really was so tone deaf to the whole situation and kind of just, like, saying things to say things. And it felt very off to me. I'm like, I don't know how a normal sober person could be saying these things. I think she honestly was drunk. Like, she seemed drunk during her interaction with Zach. Yeah. At the same time, I think she might just be a little bit of a tone deaf person in social situations. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem to be consistent with her, but it does seem like she was drunk enough that it was even lowering her inhibitions. 
She's kind mm-hmm. of like rolling her eyes at the women. She's like, we don't need to feel guilty. I, we decided to come here, at least for me, I came for myself. And then she starts being like, you know what? After I got my one-on-one though, it's just like so much more real and it's chill and it's just like so real, you know? So it's just different after having that one-on-one. The ominous music is playing. It's clear at this point that there's no going back for Christina. She is getting the full like villain soundtrack Mm -hmm. at this point. The other women are like shooting looks at each other. They are over hearing about her one-on-one. I mean, I get being like, you know what? Guys, let's not feel guilty. Like we we all came here knowing what the deal was and we all want to get as much time with Zach as, as we can. And we did. And like, you know, it's not our fault that the other women don't get that too. Like, that's just the nature of the game. And instead it turns into this whole thing about how she had a one-on-one. And so like she and Zach really have something real now. Then she starts going on about how she doesn't know how the group date rose works because she's only had a one-on-one. Which- Christina, come on. <laughs> like, have you not seen the show before? Come on. I don't know how it works. Like, you're like one of... <laughs> One of the people here gets it. That's how it works. Like, that's That's it. why I'm like, she must have been drunk. <laughs> like, who says that? It's just such a bizarre thing to say. Like, ob- like, it is inconceivable to me that she has not seen at least two seasons of this show. Like, but also, like, use your context clues. What do you think's going to happen? Right, well, He's going to exactly. go back to the mansion and give it to Katie? Like, it's obviously going to be one of you guys. Yeah, like, even if you've never seen this show, like, there's right. one rose on a table <laughs> and there's a group yeah. of you. Like, I think you can sort it out. It did, and I think that's why the other women were so annoyed, because it did feel like she was just saying it in order to yeah. reinforce but, that she had the one-on-one. It's just, yeah, it's one of mm-hmm. those things that, like, in a real life setting, you'd just be like, oh, that person was so annoying and drunk tonight. And then you'd like walk away from them and never think about it again. But because they're all living together, it's like, this is the end for Christina. Christina just like keeps going on and on about how it worked with the Rose on the one-on-one, which like, I'm sure they all kind of <laughs> understand. Like, it's pretty right, straightforward. It's, like, <laughs> it's in the name. It is one-on-one. You were the only one there. So obviously... <laughs> You are going to get the rose and the one-on-one. There's the rose there. You either get it or you don't. You go home. Like, everyone is pretty aware of that. And finally, Brooklyn interrupts and is like, respectfully, you've had a one-on-one. If I have to hear about your one-on-one again, I might lose my mind. Not because I don't care or I'm not happy for you, but we know. Honestly, I feel like it's almost malicious. I don't think she's happy for Christina. Nor do I think (laughs) she should have to be happy for Christina. (laughs) I don't yeah, think. But do you think she was malicious? I I feel like I get that Christina was being very annoying, but I don't think it actually was malicious. I think she genuinely is either wasted or a little tone deaf and can't read the room and doesn't know how to like hear someone when someone yeah. else is having their moment. Like, because I feel like a lot of people sometimes will try to relate to someone by bringing it back to themselves, but they don't mm-hmm. realize that comes off as like so self-centered. That was kind of the vibe I was getting from Christina. I don't think she actually meant to be mean. I actually think that if it was malicious, she would have been better at it. Like, (laughs) a a little more subtle. Like, it was almost, like, too stupid of a thing to say to (laughs) be calculated. And I do think Christina is the type of sort of, like, very tepid, inept villain who just kind of overshoots her shot and is a little Mm self-centered. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that Christina was 
was necessarily being overtly malicious, but I also don't think that she was just trying to relate. I think she's somewhere on this spectrum of, like, completely self-centered and just, like, not considering other people to, like, flaunting it maliciously. And I think that, like, it's probably closer to the Mm -hmm. self-centered side of it. But I don't think that... I can't come up with a way that some of her comments could be done out of a genuine desire to, like relate and connect like especially as the episode goes yeah. on it just seems well i always wonder too like they cut it like you don't know how much time or what conversation happened in between from like when they're cutting to one person saying something and then christina saying something else so like it could have been taken very out of context too which is somehow I would imagine, I, how i always like to watch it i would imagine that it's being played up to focus mm-hmm. us on that like i would imagine that maybe it wasn't as like relentless as yeah. it feels watching it back. Um, but clearly that's like the narrative. They they need to justify the fact that she's going to go home. So mm-hmm. that's what they're going to be yeah. editing. Yeah. And I think that, you know, more than one woman is starting to give sound bites being like, this is, this is a little mm-hmm. too much from Christina. She's, she's being really oblivious to how we're feeling. Bailey is one of those women. Bailey is really struggling. She's starting to feel insecure about how little time and connection she's had with Zach. So she's like, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to go grab Zach and ask him how he's feeling. She's like, when I first came out of the limo, I was so excited. I felt the spark. Since then, I feel like we've been regressing. And I think we have a clip of Zach's response. It is very weird. And I do notice when things feel off. And yeah, I think like, it doesn't feel like the same spark, and I don't right. want to lie to you. And maybe I thought, like, with time, it maybe changed, but I don't know. And I think with time being so limited, but right. like. Do you mind if I interrupt? Yeah. No, that's really sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, incredible to be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> we are in the middle of probably breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can steal him for a sec. What do you think was going on here? Because my feeling was like, maybe Bailey thinks that if she presses pause on the conversation, she can like get a reprieve and figure out how to stay. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too, because I think it wasn't, it was a bold thing to like try to ask him to bring it up because I think like, The fact of the matter is, Zach does not have as strong a connection with all of these girls here, right? Like, with half of them, just numbers-wise, he's probably kind of faking it. So I feel like if you don't bring it up and force him to have to be like, yeah, I'm not feeling it anymore, she could probably last a few more weeks, just slide on in there. Yeah, she could go to the Bahamas if she she didn't bring this up. I Yeah, I think that that's probably true. Like, Zach can be very cutthroat about sending home women, but it's often prompted by them saying, I feel like things are really bad Mm -hmm. between us. And then he's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. It's almost like they put the thought in his head by saying it. I feel like it was producers working at both ends, though. Like, I feel like they were talking Mm -hmm. to Bailey, like, oh, like, are you unsure Mm -hmm. about where you stand? You should go talk to Zach, knowing that probably how Zach feels, but they're not going to tell her that. And then whoever interrupted Mm -hmm. her, they're like, hey, um, it's your turn to go talk to Zach. Go right now. Now's a good time. Go. And then she, whoever it was, enters and interrupts the conversation. Like, I feel like they totally manipulated this entire scene from every angle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no I, I absolutely agree. And I think with Zach, like, they know he's going to make a decision and actually do something when these, when the women are asking for affirmation he doesn't feel he can give. Like, that seems to be his breaking point. Mm-hmm. 
where he's like, well, if you're asking me directly, I'm not going to directly lie. So I guess you like just have to go home. <laughs> now that you bring it up, I do wonder, like, maybe it's true that like she was just doomed and production knew that. And so they encouraged her to bring it up. But I, a part of me is also like, what if she had approached it more like Gabby did when Gabby was absolutely spiraling? And instead of going in and being, being like, I feel like you don't like me even. I feel like I don't know how this is, our connection is ever going to grow. What if you came in and you were just like, I just like you so much. And like, you have so much integrity as a man and you're the perfect guy. And I just like, you give me butterflies. Like, I she feel like he responds much to better that. to that. But the minute well, she, she says kinda- like, we've regressed, like that's, that's all he's gonna like. He never responds well to that. He only responds well to just like tons of affirmation mm-hmm. that well, he can mirror back. That's why it's so back. painful to see the second conversation because it feels yeah. like she does kind of change yeah, tax. But it's too late. But by that it's point, he's like, I've decided you have to go. He spent his time with Ariel, like just thinking about how, you know what, this is so much better than being with Bailey. <laughs> Bailey's gotta go. And it, isn't Bailey the one he literally kissed right out of the yeah. limo, too? Yeah. But okay, that, but like what changed? It's been like one day. Well, well he that definitely, was because he felt bad about calling her Balin. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It I, was I, a very perfunctory kiss. Like yeah. he was like, yes, I did forget your name on national TV. Here's a kiss. We're good. Yeah, so they're good. I'm like, how could it go so <laughs> bad in literally, like it hasn't been that much time. It's not like they've been there for weeks. It literally was like I know, two I days later. that yeah. he's like, I've been trying oh so God, hard with Bailey. I've just been trying so hard. I was hoping with time. I'm like, Zach, it's been another maybe 48 hours. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Bailey is like I know. shaken in tears after this interrupted conversation. She was expecting validation. Instead, he just affirmed her, her fears. Poor so Bailey. she steals him from a producer. Again, I'm like... Zach, you were like mid breakup with her. You let Ariel interrupt and then you didn't seek her out after. Like, what's mm. your plan for this breakup you left dangling? Just wait for her to like buttonhole you again, which is what happens. She, yeah, she tries to reassure him that she really wants to be here, but she wants to feel validated that he sees a connection with her. And, and he doesn't. He doesn't. So. He says, as it feels now in my gut, in my heart, I don't know from what we started from. <laughs> To where we are now, I'm not confident there is a future. From forgetting your name on national TV. (laughs) To not seeing you for months, then seeing you one time and kissing you. (laughs) To now. Like, nothing else happened in between. The back I mean, that is the arc of a doomed relationship, (laughs) you know? I guess. And she is... Yeah, Bachelor Bowl. She she didn't bring it She didn't get hurt enough in the Bachelor Bowl. Yeah. And his in the moment, yeah, he's like, I've been trying so hard with Bailey. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, to what are you referring? He's like, I kissed her right out of the limo. Time. I tried so <laughs> yeah, he's hard. He's like, I've tried to be into her and I'm not. That's so. gotta be it. I do feel like he kissed her out of guilt about that humiliation. And he was, he was like, I'm trying. I'm like, gonna get that spark with her. And it just, it wasn't there. Poor Bailey. She's like... We'll see in paradise. I feel like if we had more time together, maybe it could work, but... But it's like, you could have more time. It's just the whole thing is so crazy to me. Because I really thought Bailey was going to be a big player in this. I was surprised to see her So did the other women. Yeah. 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 She seems very beloved. And also, it seems like a lot of the other women were like, wait, I thought that she had a great connection with him. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that she's leaving really shakes them all. Yeah. Yeah. 
she seems like someone who to me is just so Zach, like just so, so norm core, just like we can just be so regular together. And if that's not enough, what is honestly? So Bailey heads back to the group. She says her goodbyes. They're all very shaken. And I think it's, you know, I do respect that he just sent her home at this point instead of lying to her, but it has the effect also of making the other women so spooked because they're like, is he mm-hmm. also secretly not into me? And the minute that I ask him directly, <laughs> I will ask, just be though. gone. And exactly. Ask. Now, actually, that's been very instructive. Yeah. Do not ask. Keep your insecurities to yourself <laughs> if you want to remain on television. <laughs> Except uh, Christina. Christina is not shaken. She says, although it's sad and this is our roommate, it's inevitable. She's not wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Why am I so pro-Christina? I'm like, you know what? I don't I know. I feel the same way. Like, she's just, she's talking like someone that's going on a dating show and and competing to find the person at the end. And while everyone else is like, our best friend just went home. Your best friend that you met literally two days ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, that killed. Yeah. Well, as we know, everyone's searching for so many best friends on this Yeah, season. you can only it have one best, best friend, friend and it's Zachary. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's Zachary Lloyd Chalcross, Leroy, also known as Leroy, but just my like, favorite nickname. Just for like Zach. all female best friends, the women in the house are just stand-ins for when they finally enter into a mutually committed best friend relationship with Zach. <laughs> like, you know how you used to have a best friend and then you met your future husband mm-hmm. and you were like, I don't need her anymore. Right. She's been downgraded <laughs> to bridesmaid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's right, right? She's totally right. It's just a question of ultimately like social skills and strategy. Yeah. It doesn't right. That's that's why my feeling about Christina is I'm just like, girl, (laughs) learn to read the fucking room. And if you're going to be the person who fucks with the social dynamics, then you have to be more adept at it. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're you're going to be honest about this, you can flip it around and be like, of course, we all know people are going to go home, but that doesn't make it easy. We're going to really miss Bailey. You're saying the same thing, different order. It's going to sound so different to these women. Yeah. It's just like, put that little bit of extra finesse in to keep them on your side. You spend all your time with them. It's just like, it's just bad tactics. Charity at this point is like, we're basically over. We're over, Christina. That was, like, a really shitty thing to say in this moment. And all the women are getting a bit restive with with Christina. And now it's time to see if Zach is feeling the same way, because he has rejoined the group and explained that Bailey wanted validation that he couldn't give. But he does have validation for one woman. And it's Charity. Charity, Charity gets the rose. And as soon as Zach leaves, Kat asks Charity if she's happy. And she's like, yeah, I'm really happy. And everyone's like, you deserve it, Charity. Except for Christina, who has her own reaction to how this affects herself, the main character of the universe. I think we have a clip. Um, I'm just confused. Honestly. Maybe I missed something, oh, but I'm just confused. I'm sorry, what? I'm confused. Did I say something wrong? You did not, but... Honestly, I'm mad that it wasn't me. Duh. Okay, I'll be on. Listen, I'm gonna shoot you straight yet again. I feel like in a lot of settings so far, you make a lot of things about you. But like, I am trying to be 100 
and say everything. Okay, you're not making like any sense right now, and you're just upsetting Charity. And I'm I not think trying it's to better. Upset Charity. I'm, I'm saying. not saying you are, but you're really not making lots of sense. So I think everyone just should stop. She's just trying to be I, 100, guys. <laughs> I was dying at Cat just being like, "You're you you're not making lots of sense right now." I think they're all exhausted and drunk. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, like to me. Especially listening back, you can hear. Christina is talking in that like one shot away from a slur. Totally. Voice. Yeah, she needs some pizza and she needs to go home. <laughs> and it's 4 a.m. Yeah. And I also feel like they're all just like on a hairpin. They're like, Christina, don't say one more fucking thing or we're all just going to burst into tears mm-hmm. because we're exhausted. <laughs> totally. No, the condition, I don't know how they do it on the show. They never sleep. And like that really gets to you. It's horrifying. Yeah. I, I, that's why I couldn't, I mean, for many reasons, but <laughs> one of them, one of the reasons I could never be on the show is the misery of lack of sleep. My main reason is I'm terrified of skydiving when we can get to it, but <laughs> I'm, I could never go. Oh, we're going to get into that. But again, this is, this is like the great bachelor test. Are you ready for a Christian heterosexual marriage? And are you ready to have seven beautiful children because if so you're never going to sleep again so you know they're really preparing people (laughs) for the role that the bachelor (laughs) wants them to assume uh no they are so tired and overwhelmed and i still cannot get over christina in this moment being like i'm confused that he would give you the rose how did she not think that that would bother charity it's just a straight up rude thing to say say. it's like She's being so oblivious that you start to be like, maybe it is malicious, because how could you just be so oblivious about how your words are affecting other people at a certain point? It just seems like sometimes that mean girl thing that's like, this friend I have in high school is always saying things that hurt my feelings, but it doesn't seem like she means to hurt my feelings, but it's always happening, and... You know, like, there's that plausible deniability. Yeah, I feel like sometimes people, too, like, they pride themselves on being like, I'm not being mean. I'm just being honest. And it's like, okay, well, like, maybe don't, like, be honest in your head. Like, some things don't need to be said out (laughs) loud. Um, I feel like I've met some people like that who are like, yeah, I'm just, like, being real. And it's like, okay, but you're being really (laughs) mean, too. Both can be true at the same time, and that doesn't make it okay. No, that's exactly. That's exactly it. She's like, but I'm just being honest. I'm upset. I want it right. to be me. And you're like, well, but your honesty has consequences. Exactly. Like making everyone else really fucking annoyed with you. Mm-hmm. And like, is that really going to help your cause? And then and when they're not. honest with her about how she's making them feel, she doesn't enjoy that quite as much. <laughs> honesty is for her. It's not for Brooklyn or Charity. So, you know, Brooklyn is like, she hijacked that moment from Charity Christina's like, I'm not trying to ruin the moment. I'm just confused. And this is when Kat is like, you're not focusing on the right thing right now. One of our best friends just got (laughs) sent home. And someone else just got a very deserving rose. And we can talk about other things later when the emotions are less heightened. And I think most of what she's saying is true. And also it is hysterical to me that they think they are best friends with each other at this point. That trauma bonding, you know. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Christina then is like, well, it would have been so easy to be like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And I'm like, yeah, it would. <laughs> so, so just do it. So. <laughs> you could just say that. <laughs> you could just She's be like, like, yeah, I'm so happy for you. Obviously, like, it's it's hard to watch someone else get that rose, right. but congrats. I'm like, great. It's easy. So just do it. Like, <laughs> fixed. We fixed it. Um, Brooklyn is like, have you considered just shutting the fuck up? And Christina's like, oh, hmm. 
Interesting. No. I know. I was like, what was the actual end of that conversation? <laughs> that is the end. It ends there. I know. They just like show zero reaction except Christina making a lot of like very good facial expressions. Yeah. So <sighs> things are coming to a boil over point with Christina. Meanwhile, back at the house, the losing team is literally attending to their many wounds when a knock comes on the door with Allie's. You're expecting a date car, but no, it is a date gift box. Shades They're of going season old one. Yeah. I was going to say back to season one when they got a gift box for every date. The card says, are you ready to fall in love? And inside is a lace wedding gown. Everyone is ready to gag with jealousy that some other woman is going to get to wear a wedding dress with their husband, Zach. Well, didn't you think, Their too, she was definitely getting the date where, like, she goes and tries on a bunch of dresses and then gets to keep the pretty them. woman date. I thought that was what that meant, but clearly I was wrong. Honestly, the wedding dress is the one thing that could be in a dress gift box that would make it a different kind of date. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, True. if it's, like, a gown, maybe you're doing something elegant, but a wedding dress is always going to be... It could be a wedding like photo shoot or yeah, something. Yeah, I thought maybe a photo shoot. Yeah, that but was then my initial they really, thought. They really, this is like go big or go home. They're really giving Zach some very elaborate dates and I do appreciate that. Yeah. So the next morning, Zach greets Allie in a tux, just like in a parking lot. I was like, is this <laughs> parking four lot in seasons the middle of total nowhere. landscaping? Like... <laughs> They got very confused. Yeah, where um, is our Four Seasons Total Landscaping date? <laughs> I've been waiting. I think the way that they operate on a meme cycle, we're going to get one in like two seasons. They're finally going to yeah, get it. Yeah, they'll be like, want to hear something really hilarious? <laughs> Remember this Four one? Seasons Total Landscaping. Um, and it turns out that Allie's wedding dress is actually a really chic white lace jumpsuit with like a tool, a light tool layer tied. Like a billowy tied around skirt the waist. tied around yeah. it. Yeah. Beautiful. And they're having an adventure date. Zach is like, Allie seems adventurous. So I picked her for skydiving. And Allie is like, cool. I really don't want to do this. I really am not adventurous like that. But I'm going to just try to stay completely calm. And he's like, oh, you're so confident. You're so brave. Like, you're so calm. And she's like, nope, I'm not. She keeps it together better than Zach. Oh, she really does. Like, Zach is much more scared than Allie is, I feel like, by the time they actually jump out of the plane. I would be having a full-on panic attack. She admits that later, though, too. Like, she's very, uh, she's someone that's very in control. She's very composed. She doesn't like mm-hmm. to really show when she may need help or something. So it was interesting to watch her and then later learn that that's, like, a coping mechanism for her. Yeah, It makes a lot of sense, like, that, and it also makes sense um, in a way that he read that as her being, like, an adrenaline junkie. But, (laughs) yeah, often that is just, like, a coping mechanism to cover up a lot of anxiety and a fear of being out of control, which is, like, skydiving is such a great way to feel in control, right? Has anyone ever not gone on the skydiving date? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I always think about, this is my biggest fear, is one, being on The Bachelor, and then two, getting the <laughs> skydiving date. Because I know myself, I would not go. I'm too scared. And I You just, like, wouldn't be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, but do you think I would automatically get sent home then? Or do you think The Bachelor would <laughs> no. understand? You're not my best friend. <laughs> no. <you> yeah. 
<laughs> my best friend would jump out of I this know. plane and hurtle toward the earth. But do you I think, think that's why no one turns it down? Because they think I they'll think get set home? 100%. There's yeah. so yes. much pressure. I do think that it's possible that you would actually get talked into it either by Ugh. production or production in combination with the lead, that they would be like, I'm going to be here with you every step mm-hmm. of the way. And they'd yeah. be like cradling you. And they'd be like, let's be brave together. And suddenly you would just be jumping out of a plane and you'd be like, I can't believe this is happening to me. Or you really have a genuine like breakdown. You're like, I can't go down. And then maybe if they're really into you, they might be like, in a way, won over by like getting to take care of you yeah. and you're vulnerable. That's what I would do. If stress. they weren't into you, it would definitely be the <laughs> immediately <laughs> send off the thing. Yeah, that's the it's thing. risky. That's a risky move. Yeah, it, it is. It is a risky move. I honestly think that skydiving, at least you're like attached to an actual professional, mm-hmm. whereas some of the other dates where they're just like jump off this like large cliff into the rappel. water or like yeah, rappel by yourself like. That's almost worse. I think if I ended up in this position, I would just tell myself what I always tell myself when I'm watching the episode, which is, I'm sure they're completely safe. No equipment will be better checked than the equipment that they are going to use to film (laughs) a segment with The Bachelor and his date, because they do not want to be the reason that The Bachelor is squashed into a bloody puddle in a field. True. 100%. That that will be the most well-checked. Oh, my God. (laughs) The most dramatic. Seriously. That is actually yeah. the most dramatic season ever. And then they have to pull pull a Tasha and be like, "Well, because our <laughs> our last bachelor was pulverized skydiving, we've had to bring in a backup oh bachelor to for the rest of the season." All the women are like oh. in grief counseling, and they're like, "But at least there's this handsome new guy that we can try to get." They would obviously in. be filming all of the grief counseling. They're like, "Don't worry, this is very." <laughs> we have Brad Wilmack's oh therapist that's going to come in and do your grief counseling for you. Yeah. Oh my God. A seasoned professional. I don't think that they would let, I think that that you would be very well taken care of. However, I think it might actually be a power move to say no. Can you imagine The Bachelor sending someone home and being like, it was because you didn't jump out of a plane? True. America would be on my side if I did get sent home. Yeah. I think. (laughs) really would. I'd get a lot of Instagram followers. They'd be (laughs) like, no, it's not about that you didn't jump out of the plane. It's because you don't trust me and I need Mm. a best friend I can trust. And they would try to twist it. That would be the reason. They'd be like, you don't trust me enough. Or like, I need an adventure partner and someone who's really going to like trust me with their heart and their physical body. And that's just not you, Jackie. I just want someone to say no to a date like this so that we can see it play out. You know, I want to know. Well, the closest we've seen it is um, Juan Pablo. Do you guys remember um, Chelsea did a bungee jumping date and for like, and they air like 15 minutes of her having a full-blown panic attack and he's trying to comfort her. I think that's the most pushback I've ever seen on the show. To the yeah. point where you think that, like, she's not going to do it. Like, she pretty much almost did it. And then finally, they're like, she does. You're going to get the there rose and just few, do it. a few episodes in the past where there was a lot of pushback. But that's why I think Jackie would ultimately get, get convinced. talked into it. They yeah. always yeah. get talked into it somehow. It's actually kind of terrifying. Like, you're there and you're like, I can't say no to this. They're going to find a way to send me screaming out of that airplane You do bring up a good point, though, that, like, I'm sure they did really check it. Like, if there was a parachute that's not going to open, it's not going to be this one. Yeah. Definitely not. It's going to be later with some poor paying customer that they, like, half-ass their check. (laughs) I'm sure skydiving is very safe, guys. I am also terrified of it. I'm not sure. But I'm sure sure it's very safe. (laughs) I don't want to slander any skydivers. Um, So, (laughs) jumping out of the plane, 
scary, but as Ali points out, also just like falling in love. Exactly. Exactly the same. <laughs> oh, this is just really adrenaline date in, in like real time. You can tell <laughs> they feel so bonded to each other. Ali's like, I jumped out of a plane and now maybe I'm in love yeah. with Zach. They jump out and land in the field and they're exhilarated. They kiss. A producer asks, your heart's still racing? And Ali says, yeah, but for different reasons. And I was like, is it though? I think you're <laughs> just doing the exact thing this date is designed to do. Yeah, like, I know, I think it is actually the airplane jumping thing, but great. <laughs> it's working. Not only does she get an airplane skydiving date, but also a hot tub date. They're like pulling out all the greatest hits for this date. Hot tub among the flowers and make out with some champagne. And that's only the day portion. Night this date. date has so many sections. Yes. And for the night date, Allie is already feeling overcome. She's like, I expected Zach to make me feel special and wanted, but I didn't expect him to literally sweep me off my feet with like a plane and skydiving <laughs> and wine at a winery and a hot tub, which I love when they talk about how Zach has like blown them away. Yeah. Like he booked with their it. connection. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like he literally production stuff. He paid for he it, really, too. Like, okay. <laughs> He's really romancing me with the production and structure of this show that he is not in control of at all. She is wearing a metallic green gown with, like, shoulder cutouts and stuff. And they enter this old building and take an, an open metalwork, like, vintage elevator up to an elegant dinner. A lot of old-timey stuff this episode, too, because that's romantic. He tells her that he loves her confidence and that she has her shit together. And she laughs and says, we'll break that down later. And he starts to look very concerned. He's like, what? Well, you fooled me. And she's like, I fool a lot of people. And now he's looking really worried. He's like, does she not have her shit together? I felt pretty confident about that. And this is where she talks about liking to be in control. She says she's very type A and that this date was kind of the exception. And we have a clip of her explanation for this. Either like being with people who are controlling or using controlling as like a coping mechanism for like, if I can control everything that goes on, then like no one can hurt me or yeah. um, it's like how I protect myself. Like it's so much easier to be happy. Like it's my comfort space, but like it's also okay for me to vocalize needing a moment and like putting myself first. And I don't think I've ever done that in relationships. So I feel like if there's anything that I would want out of this, it's like a safe place where I could like put myself first, but still like, I don't know, be fully invested in you. Well, that's definitely why she got this date. She definitely wrote that on her little yeah. questionnaire and they were like, ooh, <laughs> she loves being in control. Let's throw her out of a plane. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Give her the most <laughs> out of control date possible. And then they'll have something to talk about. Totally. Yeah. It works perfectly. They're like, we're going to break her. We're going to crack her open like a walnut. <laughs> Zach responds again, I think, very genuinely. He's like, you have, it sounds like you haven't put yourself first or been full of yourself in past relationships. We've all been there, but you're a kick-ass woman. I want you to show yourself to me. And she's very touched that he made a space, safe space for her to talk and they kiss. Again and again on these dates, I'm just like, heterosexual women are going through it. Like, they will have one conversation where a man validates their feelings and they're like, I didn't know what this felt like. 
but I like it. It's very bleak to be a straight woman. The bar is low, people. (laughs) The bar is is on the floor. How sad is it? (laughs) You're just like, this man listened to one thing that I said. Wow. I think we're in love. And he has access to a plane to jump out of. He has everything. (laughs) Well, that's really the important thing. It's just like love. We can go skydiving whenever we want. There's a final surprise after Zach offers her the rose. And Again, it is, this is like a seven-section date. Yeah, this is, a, this is a lot. The final surprise is a private performance by Griffin Palmer, the latest off the assembly line at the factory where they build new handsome country singers just to keep the Bachelor date machine fed. I was like, I've never heard of this one, but what's new? Every season. I'm like, is this a singer? Is this someone they just hired who's an actor who has some singing skills. Mm. I don't know because I'm not really in the the country music scene, but I appreciate that we just get really introduced to new new rising stars each and every season. I assume it's like a program, like a like a like a scholarship program for like <laughs> you have like one single out as a country singer, you can apply to the bachelor to like or like do you go to open mic nights in Nashville? <laughs> have we got the opportunity of a lifetime for exactly. you? Exactly. I like the idea of them being an actor who's literally just playing the role of a country singer for The Bachelor. (laughs) I mean, look, that's how much knowledge I have about uh, the world of country music. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to discuss the pool party and all of the drama. Can you keep up? I like love it. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't? (laughs) Turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually 
work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time, and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really, like, elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it, so comfortable, so chic, also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. 
Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link... Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. So at this point in the episode, we know that there is going to be a pool party because of teasers, but the women don't know that. They think the cocktail party is approaching. And while Christina is basically part of Zach's family now and she's feeling really good and connected to him, a lot of the other women are just kind of like hoping to use that cocktail party to finally like land a grappling hook on Zach and create an undeniable connection that they can cling to. So when Jesse Palmer enters and says Zach doesn't feel he needs to have a cocktail party, a chill goes over the room. <laughs> and then he says, but he wants to have a pool party Once instead. Again, Jesse with the switch. Jesse loves to just do a dramatic pause mm-hmm. and then like subvert Feel expectations. The, <laughs> the least surprising subversion ever. I also love when they do this on The Bachelor and it's like, yeah, Zach would rather see you all half naked mm-hmm. than in yet another cocktail dress. Surprise, surprise. So the women all put on their bikinis and Zach comes on over to hang with them at the pool in his short shorts and button down. This he wants to soft launch out. the chest hair. <laughs> the women start like competing to apply sunscreen. They're all hanging out. Zach is manning the grill. <laughs> He's making like three hamburgers. <laughs> so it's going to be some light noshes for the women. <laughs> And he's telling Davia, like, I just hope everyone's having a good time. Like, that's what's important. Like, I just want everyone to have fun. How much more fun is this than a stuffy cocktail party? I guess a little bit more fun. I don't know. I would go to the pool party instead. I think I prefer a cocktail party because I prefer to be more clothed. Mm, personally i feel like you gotta mix it up. (laughs) It's nice to just, you know, break break format Mm -hmm. sometimes. And also, hopefully they don't have to stay up until like 6 a.m. then. I think the pool party would be more fun if I were allowed to wear, like, um, you know, a high-waisted bikini bottom with, like, a little skirt on it. You know, if I could just go full, like, mom suit. I, I think you're allowed. You could do that. I think you're allowed. Yeah. I, I, I don't see any way I would get penalized for that. So he and Ariel get in the hot tub Oof. and try to, try to make out. I think we have a clip of this. It's a lot, but I'm enjoying this and I'm enjoying my time with you and about to ask you a question now yes please do and I also want to kiss you are you trying to kiss me are you laughing at me no like like cut the moment I can't keep like no I no it's like it's it's all so good I was like are you trying to kiss me my parents are watching 
kiss me again if you want. I'll just I'll, let's redo that. Sure, how about I lift you up? Oh my god. Full on 70s yeah. softcore music there. Incredible. I love that line of my parents are watching. It's like, yeah, you are on TV. Everyone is going to watch you make out with this guy. I always think about that too. I'm like, ooh, do I want my mom to watch me make out? I don't think I belong on this show. No. Yeah. I, more and more I that's coming that through. every every season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into Ariel, though. She just has such a different energy than I think a lot of the women that we see on the show. I don't know if it's like the New York City thing, but she's like much more like dry humor. And she has that like, like raspier, deep voice. Like, I'm just very into it. She makes little jokes and then Zach contributes by being like, oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Zach doesn't really know how to do a back and forth with Mm. jokes. He's not like a banter guy. He's more like, you say something and I will answer earnestly. Yeah. Also, I've been watching a lot of other dating shows as I do. And it struck me that on a show where there was more than one option for Ariel, it might have been a complete deal breaker for it to take like two painful attempts to get a kiss going. That I feel like that is such like a momentum killer to be like, we had to like make multiple configuration attempts to do a romantic kiss, but you just got to make it work with Zach. That scene kind of reminded me of the worst kiss ever with Jamie Otis and Ben Flanick on his season when she's like, okay, now we're going to oh, open yeah. up. Oh so my God. Explore. Like talking through what you're going to do just sucks any type of wow hotness out of it. Yeah. I had forgotten about that scene. That was so oh, yeah. painful. And like trying to make an optimal kissing position yeah, I'm gonna to each other happen. Now and I'm going to turn you this way and your parents <laughs> are going to get a better angle this way. Like, ugh, just don't say it. Don't do it. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of trying to learn to breastfeed too. It's like, if we can just get the right position, it'll all fall into place and everything will be fine. It's like, that's not how you want it to feel when you're like having your third kiss. With the yeah, guy Zach you looks like. out like a nursing pillow. He's like, here, Ariel, sit here. <laughs> He's like, here, I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Jess then sits with Zach and she's like, major update. I no longer shake violently when I see you um, due to getting more comfortable. (laughs) He's like, I was into the scared bunny rabbit thing, but it's also nice that the bunny rabbit no longer feels like I am a predator. So (laughs) that's good. They make out. And meanwhile, drama is beginning to brew. Brianna is sitting with Brooklyn, looking sad. She confides that she came into the show thinking everything would fall into place for her and Zach. And that hasn't been her experience. She's like, I'm feeling raw and numb at the same time. I'm feeling disheartened. I do think that it takes uh, a wild amount of blind optimism to go onto the show with 29 other women and be like, everything will just fall into place for us. But a lot of women do come in with that mindset because you need to delude yourself. Exactly. I just feel like Brianna, like the four of us, is just like not built for this show. Yeah. She's I, like, this is pure hell. I don't Why think. Why am I doing this to myself? We don't, I don't even like this man. Yeah. <laughs> I love when the women can't admit to themselves that they don't really like the guy that much. So they're just like, he, you know, the connection just isn't there. And it's a shame because in another setting, we would have gotten married. <laughs> I'm like, would you? I, right, like, I this is the ideal just... setting for falling in love. So, like, with all these crazy dates, like, so in a normal life, it's actually worse. <laughs> yeah. like, in a normal life, you would not talk to Zach in a bar. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Brianna decides to sit down with Zach and talk to him. He's like, how are you doing? She's like, good. It's been a really tough day. (laughs) She's like, it was really heartbreaking to hear that you felt I had walls up and that you couldn't be comfortable with me. Why do you feel that way? And he's like, you know, something just feels off when we talk. Like you're really guarded and it doesn't seem real and natural. And this is when Zach usually would would ramp up to the dumping, but Brianna beats him to it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm planning to leave. And it sucks because you're so handsome. You're so amazing. But our connection didn't get off the ground because of hard things I've been going through in the house. I think we have a clip of Brianna getting a bit more specific about this. A lot of the girls, I think, are struggling to be authentic because a lot of the girls in the house have had intimidation and like really hard times with this person but honestly the only reason that i even feel comfortable sharing this with you right now is because because i'm planning to leave and that person is is christina she made charity cry after you gave her the rose last time and she made me cry several times we should be able to be in like a safe environment where there's no intimidation what did you guys think about this i thought that I would bet money that Brianna made a deal with a producer to bring up this drama to kind of plant this seed so they so that could happen and she's going to go to paradise. She's like, I don't even like Zach. Zach doesn't like mm-hmm. me. I'm going. And they're like, okay, Brianna, can you just do this one thing for us before you leave? And she's like, okay, fine. That's how I felt watching it. Interesting. What did you yeah. I definitely think the, the only reason that she... I agree that the only reason she would have brought this up is because she was on the way out because she doesn't seem she's clearly a person who like does not thrive in conflict like that's very hard for her and I do think the only way a person like that can be involved in conflict is like drop a little bomb and then Mm -hmm. be gone by the time it goes off well she was one who had the issue with Christina um last week too and even Mm -hmm. that I felt Mm -hmm. like she was being very like um wound up to overreact to what Christina had said to her then so, because I had thought they really liked Brianna at first. Like, she came in with her first impression rose, a beautiful dress. I was like, ooh, Brianna's a favorite. And then I saw that play out last week. And then to see her then plant the seed again for Christina, I'm like, she's planting the seed and she's out. And she's going to go thrive on paradise and live her best life. Yeah. I, I think Brianna was kind of itching to say something to Zach last week, uh, specifying Christina. And the fact that she was like, well... I obviously am not going to be staying another week. Just made it mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. Easier. Because she yeah. she wanted to tell him who it was last week, I think, when she sat down with him. And she was like, do you want to know? Do you want to mm-hmm. know? Are you sure you don't want to know? He was like, no. Okay, you don't want to know. Um, and so only a week later to be, to be specifying the person, I do think that she genuinely wanted to. Um, at the same time, like, yeah, her whole arc has just reeked of producer manipulation yeah. and, like, setting her up with that rose and the dress. Mm-hmm. And then, like, clearly her insecurities are being, like, fomented a lot behind the scenes. It's just, like, been a kind of, yeah, it's been uncomfortable to watch. I'm honestly glad <laughs> she got got herself out and, like, to safety. To safety. Yeah, like, I hope I don't she think thrives this setting was in to, paradise. Yeah, and- was on or off paradise. I agree. Like, be free. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't seem, she doesn't seem happy here. And so she tells him she's going to leave. They hug. 
And she heads back to the group and lets them know she's leaving. A lot of tears. Everyone's shocked. One of their best friends is going home, Claire. First (laughs) Bailey, now Brianna. What are they going to do? There's not going to be many women left. There's going to be one woman left from that initial group of five by the end of this episode. They're dropping like flies. I think that oh, yeah. the 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 boost of being there first puts too much pressure on these relationships mm. in the end. And afterwards, the mood is so deflated, even the beach balls are deflated in the pool. I was so laughing poetic. so hard at that B-roll. They're just like zooming in on the sad beach ball floating alone in the pool. Like they all are the that deflated beach died. ball right now. <laughs> And Christina tells the group that Brianna meant a lot to her, and it's very upsetting that she left. Christina is trying to turn this ship around. She's like, I see what I have to do. Mm -hmm. I have to pretend that I'm very close friends with these women and that I will miss them a lot. Charity is like, well, it wasn't just the lacking connection with Zach. There were other variables. Specifically, Christina was the other variable. Zach then approaches the group. He tells them Brianna said there was someone making others uncomfortable in the house. So he's ready to do his little investigation. And as you do with a little investigation, you start with your main suspect. So he grabs Christina first. He is devastated that it's Christina. She's met his family. She's met his dogs. She potentially got her, like, villain musk all over his childhood home. That (laughs) never washes out. (laughs) (laughs) he's hoping this isn't true. So he sits down with her and he's like, I heard women have felt hurt and insecure because of you. And Christina explains this by saying, basically, I've, some of the women have said I'm rubbing them the wrong way because I'm able to be outgoing and happy and loud. And people take that as me wanting to be the center of attention or being like privileged in some way. And she says she thought that she addressed it with them directly and it was settled. Do you guys think that that is what is going on with Christina and the other women? That they're just like, she's too happy and loud? No. I mean, as we said before, I think she is a little self-centered and she does not read the room. She's extremely, she's playing this all socially wrong. Um, And yeah, this is her, this is her positive like job interview spin to Zach. I, I do believe that she thought some of these conflicts had been quashed. Mm. That's weird that you said like a job interview because I have in my notes that Zach confronts Christina like he's an office manager saying he has zero tolerance <laughs> for drama because like he's very much like, look, there's we are a family There's here. been an HR violation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just very much that's felt so, like a, so not true. a romantic couple talking through an issue. It was like a boss and an intern. Like, yeah. <laughs> That is the weird dynamic that often arises with the lead and the contestants this early in the season because you can't just, in a relationship, then your partner is your main concern and you align with them as much as you can. In theory, he's having all these different relationships, so he's more in a position of their manager. (laughs) And it's like, what do I do? Do I tell them to get coffee and quash it by themselves? Mm -hmm. Do I set up a joint meeting between Mm -hmm. all of us and try to work this out like do i fire one of them like what and he should fired, i do but, he, but you know <laughs> and usually they fire one of them mm-hmm. i think that zach was just like not as into christina as christina thought he was clearly not as into her as and i thought because i was shocked I was when he 
I was shocked when he inevitably sent her home. Be- and I thought, like, she was going to inevitably just get the last rose when— The last rose. W- just for, like, drama's sake. When he sent her home, I was really shocked because I thought he really liked her. And as of right now, like, it is a she said, she said. Like, he had not witnessed anything Christina had did yet. And I thought it would have taken a few weeks before yeah. he would have seen it for yeah. himself and then done it. So I was, like, Here's what I surprised. think is going on. I think that Zach— there's a couple things. One, he's very cognizant of his image and he just doesn't want to deal with drama. Two, he does not want to be a stepfather. Fair. And this is an out for him in that relationship. Oh, yeah, he's like, I want to think it through. He's like, well, I've thought it through. Yeah. This plus your- he, he didn't want, he's not ready for mm. that. I think that was pretty clear. He did want to like give it that relationship some time to breathe. But I think it's like you combine that with drama and he's just like, Never mind. No. Tired. That's yeah. fair. I'm out. Because I had thought she was going to be like classic top five. Like she was going to go home right before hometowns because he's like, I can't that's meet your daughter. I would have. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's what I would have guessed too. And I think if she hadn't flamed out mm-hmm. and just read the room so wrong. Yeah. She could have been in that position, but she didn't play it correctly. Yeah. 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 I, I honestly wasn't that surprised. After Courtney... I feel like leads have been much more careful about keeping around the woman that multiple women are complaining about. But then there was Clayton keeping Shanae around, and it was like, why? So I was, you know, maybe maybe villains are coming back. For sure. Like, Christina's gotten so much airtime, and she's done such a good job, like we talked about earlier, um, kind of being like a producer's dream. I'm surprised that they didn't just make him keep her for the sake of, like, at least drama for the next episode. Yeah. If they know that she rubs the other girl's the wrong way this much. I, as a viewer, would have liked to see more of that and see more of that unravel. So I thought Jackie, too. She was for sure getting the last rose. Like, here we go again. Like, typical rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. And then he says someone else. And it takes a lot to shock me now with this show. And I was like, what? Like, Yeah, this was, like, genuine (laughs) surprise. It also tells me that production sees at least one, maybe two other villains sort of waiting in the wings. But who? They would not let him send who? My best guess right now for, like, shit stirs is Brooklyn, just because she seems very willing. Mm. To shoot straight? To, sh- to shoot it straight. Um, <laughs> and to just, like, get get right into the mess. And yeah. usually those people can be coaxed into some amount of Definitely drama seeing later. some hints of others in the previews as well. But let's stick with this scene for now. Zach is freaking out. He doesn't know what to do. He's like, I just can't have drama. I have so little time for this. And Christina's like, I know, but it would be a mistake to believe what they're saying. I think we have a clip of Zach's response. Do you know, like, where it is hard for me? It's the fact that I'm here to find my best friend and I have to deal with stuff like this. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm worried. I'm simply, like, like, I'm worried. 100%. I, that killed me. He's like, no, it's hard for me. I'm here to find my best friend. (laughs) My best friend. I don't know if you're aware. In case anyone was looking for my best friend. Best friends. It's the only thing he knows how to articulate. Best friends are forged through conflict. I don't know what he thinks, like, experience he thinks he should be having, but... No, you get a best friend and you never fight and nothing bad ever happens, Claire. (laughs) So Christina fully dissolves into tears at this point. She's like, this makes no sense to me. She puts her face in her hands and starts whimpering, please help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, while Zach stares off above (sighs) her head blankly and is like, I just need to think about this. Yikes. 
he hugs her. They part. She goes inside to cry on the stairs. This is the scene that we've been seeing teased for so long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of help she expected from Zach in this moment, but Zach is not equipped to help anyone in moments like this. He is just sitting there being like, can my best friend just show up already Mm. so that I can never have to deal with anything like this again? I just told you I have a zero tolerance policy for drama (laughs) and you're sitting here whimpering, asking for help. Get it together. He's like, you've been warned. You've been put on a performance improvement plan and you have failed. So we'll be discussing the state of your employment later on at the rose ceremony. We have Gina from HR that's going to join us in this meeting. And we're just going to talk exactly. it through. <laughs> oh, Zach sits down with some of the other women to get some more corroboration. Brooklyn tells him what happened with Christina's reaction to Charity's rose. Then he talks to Charity, who agrees she tells Zach that she felt her moment was taken away when Christina had this sort of self-centered reaction to the rose and personally I might have talked to the other women first um but now he's gathered the info he's ready to make that decision Jesse comes to the remaining women and he's like Zach is very confused and can't continue with the pool party in a state of confusion. Um, that's just not the right mindset for a pool party. <laughs> so it's time to go get ready for the rose ceremony. A pool party requires great clarity. <laughs> it, Yeah. Do you want to be confused at a pool party? No. I don't think so. And the beach no, balls not are already deflated. So, like, yeah. That's true. What are you going to yeah. do? Like, what's even the point? Based on the beach balls situation, I assume that this pool party has lasted, like, three weeks. <laughs> like, they left that place a complete wreck. <laughs> The women walk inside, past Christina, crumpled against a wall, crying, like sobbing. This is like actually very kind uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. She looks like really, really not okay. Yeah. Most of them walk past, but like two women stop to comfort her. Yeah. I think Ariel is like, Are you okay? There are two women like hugging her and being like, It's going to be okay. I, I'm still getting kind of a weird feeling. Like, I don't fully know what the whole state of the house is vis-a-vis Christina. Like, they've created this impression that everyone hates her. It definitely seems like at least three of the women hate her. But it's I'm not totally clear on how widespread that sentiment is. It's kind of hard to tell. It's just like, yeah, very... Um, you can see a little bit of sleight of hand in how they do this always, where they, they use, like, sound bites from, like, four people, and then they're like, everyone hates her. And you're like, well, I don't know. So it's time for the rose ceremony. The women all line up. Zach comes in and is like, what a day. What a day. Am I right? And in that moment, I was like, I see what Christina's saying. He is such a stepdad. Like, <laughs> bringing stepdad energy to this rose ceremony. He tells the women that he is struggling And he doesn't make these decisions easily, but he has made his decision. I just want to say that this entire rose ceremony, they usually like cut back and forth and show a variety of people making facial expressions and reacting. This entire rose ceremony, it's just Christina. It's like they find the most distressed and unflattering facial expressions that she makes, presumably over the course of like the hour and a half at least that it takes them to film one of these And it is just every rose cutting to her. Rough. So the roses go to Jess, Gabby, Ariel, Genevieve, Greer, Kat, Kylie, 
Davia, Anastasia, Brooklyn, and Mercedes. Of course, uh, Katie, Allie, and Charity all already had roses. The only woman going home at this rose ceremony is Christina. I was also surprised that only one person went home at this. Yeah, we're still I, think because, I guess two because Bailey and Bailey Brianna. And Brianna oh, went true. Home. Good point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought the same thing, and then I remember that there were two early departures. Yeah, this no, that episode. makes sense. Um, so three women down this this mm-hmm. week overall. She silently hugs the women goodbye, and as Zach walks her out, she whispers, "I understand. I hope you meet your best friend." Oh my god. <laughs> Everyone is just so invested in Zach finally having a best friend. It's all we care about. Oh, it's all they know about that him. That should have been like the theme of the season. Best friend. Imagine being Zach's like actual male best friend watching this and being like, dude, what the f-? Do I not even count? I know. He's probably so I upset. thought I mattered. I know. I thought I meant Justice something Justice for to Zach's Zach. actual best friend. Maybe he doesn't have one. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. he's going on being the bachelor at, at the relatively that fresh is a age of 26 for men. straight men sometimes just don't really have enough friends. yeah that's why he keeps being like i've i finally am ready for this like i i've been waiting so long and it's like you're 26 that's a long time to go without real emotional intimacy and a lot of <laughs> men don't have that until they meet their partner yeah in her exit in the moment christina seems cried out already to be fair She's like, Zach blew me away. I expected to like him, but not as much as I did so fast. And she does the thing where she like wipes her tears with her shoulder, which is apparently very in this season. Where did all the women learn that it's cute to wipe your tears with your shoulder instead of your yeah, hand? I didn't know, but now, now I do. Start. It's a thing. <laughs> exactly. When I do it, it just looks like I'm like having a twitch yeah. or something. <laughs> exactly. I know. How do they do it so like elegantly? I don't so even think cute. my eye reaches. I'm like, how do you I do know. I'm yeah. like, you're so flexible. Yeah, if you did you CrossFit the... for 15 years, you would be able right. to do that. True, true. <laughs> they need to not wipe them and have like the Lauren Conrad single black tear. That's yes. really how you make television. Not enough of that. Yeah. I think everyone so is right. everyone is so afraid of that being literally that shot of Lauren Conrad. That's why they're always like dabbing their eyes. Oh, like I would directly. love to be that meme. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> you should go on the show. You know why? All right, let them know. They'll never cast me, but <laughs> yeah, she said this before, and I was like, Jackie, they're gonna Google you and be like, um, your podcast literally exposes every production secret and they're never you're gonna be yeah. like night one and they're gonna be like oh my god that girl jackie has a bachelor podcast and that's amazing. yeah they'll be like she's a mole yeah. she's just on here for the fame and followers get her out of the house that's, i think right they now. should do it that's a twist we've never mm. had having a contestant who is literally in a bachelor podcaster. coverage yeah love right. it producers be- if you're listening i'm available <laughs> single ready to yeah. mingle we have a great recruit for you yeah her name is jackie if you're looking to do a genuinely fresh storyline for a change <laughs> plus she has already agreed on the record to do mascara tears on purpose mm-hmm. so and could be convinced want, want for in. the skydiving that's jury's still out <laughs> yeah. on that one yeah <laughs> she has conceded that she might not be able to resist so next week we get a little preview it looks like they'll be going to the bahamas very early Very for a early. tropical location. They'll be going to the Bahamas and someone maybe is there for the wrong reasons. So it seemed like they were hinting at to. Kylie. I saw a lot of shots of Kylie attached to that. Yeah, but then it, I was like, are they misdirecting? Well, that's always a pro- that's always a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. It was hard to read. 
In the credits, the women explain what the ick is, and I want everyone's thoughts on whether they agree with this consensus. They're like, the ick is when you just get that feeling where you're not, like, into them anymore for for no particular reason, but you can never recover from it. You can never not have the ick again. I think that's That's correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's a little bit more. If you don't get it right away, you never will. You know, that's That's not true. I disagree with. Yeah. I think that is them just feeling really positive (laughs) about Zach. They're like, don't no, we would never get the ick from Zach because we've met him two times and we didn't get the ick. And that's it. They're all like, we would have gotten it by now if we were going to get it. It's either right away or it doesn't happen at all. I'm like, Charity just said that she gets the ick when someone takes too long to park a car. (laughs) Like, have you watched Zach park a (laughs) car? Probably not. I don't think you've seen it all. I thought the thing about the ick was that it could happen anytime. At any time. Like, including at really inconvenient times. Like, you've just moved in together <laughs> or got married or you have three children together. Mm-hmm. That's the scary thing about the ick. It's always lying in wait. Yeah. Like, I agree with them that the ick is very prominent on, a, like, first d- dates. Like, you'll get it really quickly with a lot of people, but sometimes the ick can sneak up on you. Yeah. Watch out, ladies. Watch out. It might warm. still be coming for you. <laughs> Jackie, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. This was such a blast. Yeah, can you. you tell the people where they can find you and your podcast and all of your work? Yeah. If you want some Bachelor memes, you can check out Instagram. She's all batch. Also on TikTok. Um, you can follow Jackie at Jackie Maroney underscore on the same platforms. And if you want to check out me and Jackie, cover Bachelor news, recap the show we have people submit stories of meeting bachelor nation in the wild and they it's like kind of like a bachelor de moi and we have an interview each week with a former alumni and we ask really uncomfortable questions go to the she's all batch podcast that is available anywhere you can get your podcasts we love it can't wait to listen to your ben flanick episode oh yeah and you guys may hear some familiar voices um on thursday because we have these lovely ladies joining us to talk some bachelor news so go check them out over yes. on Earth. yes we can't wait join us on she's all batch later this week ladies thank you so much for being here today this was so yeah, fun thank you. this was really this was fun. fun thank you guys Now it's time for love to see it, hate to see it. First, love to see it. And I think that Alma and I both really strongly agree about our first love to see it. We really do. We really do. Oh my gosh, we are both huge Mrs. Basley, Frank Weiler fans. And thus, we love an overnight museum date. Just the perfect date for any well-read former tween. I'm so jealous of Katie. Me too. And also, I want to reread that book now, which... Same. Uh, just... Uh, it just was formative. It was formative. We also love to see Allie's beautiful wedding jumpsuit. So chic. Chic, formal jumpsuit representation on this show is always welcome with us. It's so <laughs> rare that these women get to wear pants. We also love to see yet another up-and-coming country artist for us to check out. The Bachelor always keeps us supplied. Thank you, Bachelor, our new fave. And finally, we love to see some genuine romances brewing. We were promised many times over that Zach would deliver this for us. And 
I am happy to see that it really seems to be starting. I genuinely could see him and Katie just, like, living in Austin. And you would meet them and you would be like, they probably met on Hinge. They just really seem like people who met on Hinge. But it would be because they met on The Bachelor. And isn't that what we're all looking for? And now it's time for Hate to See It. First, we hate to see The Bachelor Bowl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't need more football. Yes. We we simply do not. We don't need these contestants to be put in harm's way and possibly get concussions. This is one of the few nights when I don't have to worry about having football on the screen in front of me. Oh, so sad for you that you live <laughs> in a sports forward household. I'm like, usually I'm like, there's football on, turn it off. And now I'm the reason football is on. I hate it. Take it away. Get really into, like, fencing or pickleball. (laughs) Ooh, pickleball's trendy. Imagine, like, 10 years from now being, like, The Bachelor and its storied relationship with pickleball. (laughs) I would love that. Wow, really pulling for that. We also hate to see Christina's just, like, astonishing inability to read the room. On the whole, a tepid villain, but, like, oh, man. She really, really just fundamentally didn't understand how to get along with other people. That's the the worst part is like she made the other women feel not so great at various points, but it wasn't even that like interesting (laughs) as villainy goes. Wasn't very spicy. At least it was, as we discussed earlier, relevant to the main narrative of the show, but it wasn't done with much style or flair. We also hate to see Zach telling Bailey that he doesn't feel a spark with her anymore and then letting Ariel interrupt instead of finishing what is clearly going to be a dumping. Like, you are allowed to say, Ariel, I need five more minutes. I will come find you after. I'm just, like, dead at a (laughs) two-part dumping. (laughs) So rough. (laughs) And it's, like, not in two parts because, like, she just needed another conversation for clarity. It's, like, legitimately, they had the first half of it, but they did not have the necessary second half to ensure that it was known that it was a dumping. (laughs) What on earth? Like, just just be like, Ariel, I'll find you in two minutes. You can do it. Bailey, you gotta go. (laughs) Okay, Ariel, come on back. And finally, we hate to see that Genevieve apparently got genuinely injured at some point, and they just, like, really completely glazed over it. And all they include is Anastasia's potentially, quote-unquote, fake injury. They're really invested in the myth that football is very safe. This actually, I think, is very upsetting. It's like, you are pushing a narrative that if someone appears to have a head injury during a football game, that is fake and that is gameplay. And then if someone actually gets injured, you're not even going to show it? Like, come on. (laughs) Propaganda. (laughs) NFL propaganda. This is pro-NFL propaganda. I mean, honestly. (sighs) Which brings us to our personality rating of the week out of 10 for Zachies. This was a week for Zach in which he did show some some more of himself. He made a joke. It was about his chest hair and soft launching it. He also, I think, was quite genuine and sensitive when he talked to Allie and Katie about their insecurities. He imitated a mountain goat in order to entertain Katie. And we learned that he likes pool parties. More than cocktail parties. 
Honestly, this this feels like a lot. There was other fun and interesting stuff in this episode. Uh, Natural History Museum, so pajamas with, you know, wild animals printed on them, skydiving. But it was, like, unclear to me if those were specific interests of his or if he just was handed all that stuff by production. Still, I appreciated seeing some more of his genuine personality, however tepid it might be. And so for me, it's a four out of ten Berzakis this week. Am I going soft? <laughs> Is Zach slowly creeping up on me? Like, I I was like, maybe we bump him up to like a 4.5 or a 5. Wow, I'm not ready week. for a 5. Okay. Can we say 4.5? Okay. I like the half. <laughs> it just makes me feel comforted. I want to show, I want to reward growth. It makes you Claire. feel like we're being nuanced. <laughs> Yeah. Congrats, Zach, on your 4.5 Brzackies. We're hoping for a big week for you in the Bahamas next week. And on that note, that is it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks to our guests, Stephanie Parker and Jackie Maroney of the She's All Batch podcast. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please follow the show, rate us five stars, leave a review. And of course, tell all your friends about our show so that more people can get into the discussion about Brzacki levels. If you want to get in touch, you can always email us at clarendemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to see a pod and Instagram at clarendemmapod. And you can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at clarenemma.substack.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back next week as Zach's journey continues. Stitcher. Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pack is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. Dad, you can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pack Show. Streaming May 23rd on BET Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.